Yes, sir. All righty. Bunkcast number 21. We are so lit. So cool. We got my good friend Brandon here. He's actually a Happy new friend of mine. I met him at the uh, Vero Fitness. That's Hi, bro. Because I saw you. I was I seen you a couple times because you got like motherfucking 545s on each side and you're squatting. And then you're hitting depth, too, because mm-hmm. I squat ass the grass. And I was like, this this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Hell, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go talk to this dude. Real recognize real. Yes, that's sir. What that's what I'm saying. So how long have you been working out for? I know you told me before. Yeah, long time. Um, let's see. Probably like 14 years, 13 14 years. 14 years. But only, uh, only six, six or seven of those years have been like where I know what I'm doing. I'm training right. I'm eating right. I'm... You know, things okay. are firing, things are clicking. The first half, I, you know, didn't mm-hmm. know what the hell I was doing, wasn't eating. I was in college, drinking a lot, yeah. that kind of shit. So didn't go so well. But I, but probably six really solid years of training. Yeah, dude, you got to figure it out. You, so you just went to uh, a meet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to throw out the numbers of like yeah. what you hit? Because I yeah. know you hit some good numbers. I did. I did almost as well as I hoped to. Um, I had a, a 551-pound squat in sleeves. Uh, I was when I hit that I was really really happy because you know you squat first and that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the meet and that was exactly what I wanted to hit and it felt like an empty bar mm-hmm. like you know between the adrenaline and whatever it was it flew um, and I was hoping to total I was hoping for a fifteen hundred pound total uh, and for me that would be like a five hundred and fifty pound squat a three hundred and fifty pound bench and a six hundred pound deadlift Damn. so I checked that off and I was ecstatic i was like man that's a lot of fucking weight dude it, it's i'm it, trying to be that strong man you'll get like there. you You're, and your you and your buddy uh travis mm-hmm. y'all are strong that strong fucking fuck, guy dude i cannot believe that guy sometimes like yeah i i met him kind of the same way that you met me at yeah. bureau fit but i met him at anytime fitness and i saw him one day and i don't even remember what he was deadlifting but it was probably like mid 600s 650 something like that and I was just watching, him and I was like, "This fucking guy, like he, yeah, you don't you see figure that. it out. Yeah. No, no, you yeah. don't see that a lot, especially at a anytime fitness. You know, yeah. you don't see that shit. So I was like, man, I need to talk to this dude, see what he's about, because I've never seen no shit like that before. Yeah, they don't just move in fucking heavy ass weight yeah. like that. Yeah, and like good form. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's he's solid. Um, so yeah, we we started training together, became friends, and and uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Them fucking arms, dude. <laughs> Them motherfucking arms are huge. People ask him about that all the time, and they're like, you know, what do you do for your arms? What is this? And he's like, he goes, goes buddy, <laughs> I don't train arms. I carry granite around for work. These are working man arms, and yeah. he, that's that's his fucking answer. Hey man, hey, he's he's his own character. That's what I he that's is. what I appreciate. He's not like anybody else. Yeah, I know. big personality, mm-hmm. real big personality. But uh. So you also put me on to my new gym. We're going to shout out uh, Renfrew's House of Games. Shout out Steve. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a legit gym. He has all brand new equipment. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Deadlift yeah. bars, squat bars. Yeah. Squat That's why bar. I joined. As, uh, you know, the first day I went in, I was like, holy shit, this guy's got nice stuff. Yeah. Like uh, You can tell he's an enthusiast. Yes. You know? He's not just like a business owner. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I appreciate that. So I, I joined. And he's, yeah. he's still buying it's stuff. Legit he's, he's doing legit equipment, it right. dude. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a bunch of bullshit that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he buys the expensive barbells. He's yeah. got. I mean, he's he knows what he, he's doing. He buy, yeah, he buys the shit that like that's necessities, mm-hmm. you know. And then mm-hmm. he has the machines on top of it if you really want yeah. the accessories. Yeah, and just in the, I don't know how long I've been going. Maybe four months, something like that. Mm-hmm. He doubled the size of the gym, and he's yes. bought like twice as much equipment. So he's that guy's moving. He's he's 
He's yes, doing sir. stuff. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine a year from now what that gym's going to be like. But It'll probably be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. He's got it figured out. But, uh, shit, where did I put my phone? Today's quote. Or today's song. Mm-hmm. Oceanfront Property by, uh, was, yeah, George Strait. You listen to it. Dude, I, I like that song. You know, it's, it's a like, banger. Yeah. It's, it's good. You know, it's just like a chilling song riding mm-hmm. in the truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just appreciate the part that is like oceanfront property in Arizona. Because <laughs> that, there's no, I had to look it up. I'm like, there's no, there's yeah, no don't ocean on that. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I looked and it's like blocked off by Mexico and, uh-huh. and shit. Like trickster, that George Strait. Yeah. And then we got today's quote. This one's by Alex. Uh, Alexis Carroll, it's a man though. <laughs> man cannot remake himself without suffering, for he is both the marble and the sculptor. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, dude, I I appreciate that one because me personally, I wasn't doing shit with my life about a year ago, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I showed you a picture of me. Like, I look like shit, dude. Had long ass hair. I just graduated. I wasn't planning on doing nothing. I was smoking weed, doing mm-hmm. drugs, blah 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 not doing nothing bro like i had no hobbies nothing so i i started with working out i'm like i want to i want to get my shit together and that like just having the i guess the consistency and mm-hmm. starting to depend on myself to where like i gotta go to the gym i gotta do this stuff it helped me build other parts of my life yeah. having a having a schedule having a uh being consistent yes. i guess you could say really helps at least for me because without that i wouldn't have like it just kind of builds that that part like where you're okay with stress, you're okay mm-hmm. with doing things that that you struggle with, yeah. you know? Yeah, you do something difficult, you know, most days of the week. And it makes it makes other difficult things easier. There it is. It's yeah. not as not as big of a hurdle for me. Mm-hmm. Like people they're like, "Oh, you're just working out." I'm like, "But it's also helped me mentally. It's not just like a, a physical thing." Right. Yeah, I mean, and, I did the, I went through the same thing. And that's what I've noticed with other people that work out. Like, they act, they strive to do more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they're not just like, oh, we're smoking weed and doing whatever. Yeah, yeah I think, I don't know if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger or whoever said it. It's, it might not be. But there's a quote that's like, uh, uh, a physique is something that you can't buy. You can't be given. You have to create it. You have to earn it yourself. Yes. And so whenever, not like, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything like that. But whenever I see someone that's. Like muscular, mm-hmm. you just know that they put a lot of time in, a lot of effort exactly. in. It didn't, it didn't happen by accident, you mm-hmm. know. And more often than not, at least I've found, uh, people who are able to have that kind of dedication in one area of their life probably have it in others too. Exactly. You know? That's that's the point. That not I'm me. Trying though, to I'm get a across. piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. You know, every day. Mm-hmm. And like without that, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done this podcast shit. Like I'm on episode 21 now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even done number one because yeah. it's too. It's too hard. Like for me, bro. It, like the first one that I did the introduction. I sat here by myself and did it. Damn, you probably like, did it like ten times. Like, oh, I didn't like that one. I, was fucked I had to do it three times. <clears throat> I did the first one. Good. I did like a minute in. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> then I did it again. I'm like, damn, that still fucking sucks. Yeah. So I was like, third one. I'm just gonna do it. Like this. I'm doing this is the third time. I'm just gonna fucking do it mm-hmm. and post it. Blah blah blah. That's got. It's probably tough to. For me, it's tough to, like, listen to myself talk on video. Yes. It's probably very difficult for you because you've got fucking hours of yourself talking. Yeah, I try not, I probably try not even watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Would, I, I couldn't do but that. But I edit, you know, I edit all my own stuff, so yeah. I have to. Yeah. And, like, eventually, like, at one point, I'm like, damn, I'm, I look so dumb or whatever. I'm, I sound so dumb. 
you know, like going through trying to pull clips and listen to it over and over again to like yeah. edit it. You I know? can't imagine because even like if I see a picture of myself or a video, I'm like, God damn, do I really look like that? Yeah. Like, I'm such a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, I bro, I just had to kind of like break that down. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck it, dude. Like, you know, just just put it out. Just put it yeah. out. Like, yeah, yeah you know, other people critic, don't see you. Know? you. Yeah, you, yeah, other people don't see you the way that you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Just because you you see the worst in right. yourself. Right. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, that's it's all just about building character. I'm trying I'm trying to be a better person than I was the day before. Mm-hmm. Be the me that you can't be. Yeah. That's that's what that's I made one. up. I that's think I made one. it up. I'm pretty sure. I haven't heard it, but I like the kind of, uh, kind of sarcastic, I like the you know? sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, there's another quote. Uh I'm big on quotes. Yes. And uh recently, let's see. So my fiance is like 16 weeks pregnant now. So I've been oh, looking at wow. like yeah. Okay, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's I'm terrified. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I uh, so I've been looking at quotes like uh, just about fatherhood and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, there's one that stuck out to me. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it's like, uh, "Be the person that you needed when you were a kid." Exactly. That's a big one for me. Yes, that's one that stuck. That's out a me. good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so do you plan on like pushing, like uh, weightlifting? No. Uh, no. So my fiance, she is a freak athlete. Yeah. I mean, like a specimen. Um, like she, she fucking 16 weeks pregnant. She still had a six pack. Damn. The girl's a psycho. Okay. And, uh, so both of us are like pretty passionate about yeah. at least one something, you yeah. know, but we talked about it and we said, as long as they have, uh, as long as our kids have something they're pursuing, uh, intentionally and, and like putting effort into it, it doesn't matter what it is, you know? Okay. Um, obviously like, so I played lacrosse for a long time. And now I'm lifting weights. So if it was one of those two things, uh, I'd be ecstatic because I mm. could be helpful, you know, and I, I've experienced certain things I can help. But honestly, I don't care. As long as they're pursuing something and, and putting effort into it, it's There you cool. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, some people, I feel like they try too hard to push, like, try to yeah. live through their kids, yeah, you know? Yeah, vicariously, like, uh, But yeah. um, I also saw this thing. It was, I think it was a quote by Marcus Aurelius. He was, uh, exercise is not only a something for the mind but it's or, or something for the body but it's also for the mind mm-hmm. you know put same with what we're saying like mm-hmm. putting yourself through a daily struggles and it uh it helps with the mind it's not just the body yeah there's another one another fucking quote uh uh what is it competence breeds confidence i think okay. is how it goes so it basically like uh if you're good at one thing and you you kind of like recognize that I'm, I'm good at this i put effort into it and and i you know I'm good at it. That sort of confidence in that leaks into other aspects of your life. Yeah, I that agree was with huge that. for me. Yes, that was huge when I was like your age. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't really realize that, but sort of that was happening. Um, so yeah, as long as back to the kid thing, as long as they're pursuing something, I don't. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, you know? there you go. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I wish somebody pushed something onto me though. Like when I was younger, to mm-hmm. like at least strive for something. Because yeah. now I feel like I'm just starting. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm almost yeah. twenty. I'm just starting, like. My parents. In, I'm sure my dad shit, told me man. all this shit I'm saying now, and I was like, yeah, just like, dismissed it. I was yeah. like, this fucking guy doesn't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. But, and I'm sure it'll be the same way with me and my kid. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. What are you gonna do? But for me, I didn't. I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. You know, mm-hmm. like he was. He was like real into alcohol, all that shit. And uh, it just made it like we didn't get along very much. Yeah. You know, I don't like I don't live with that. him now. Yeah. And. Uh, he just never pushed anything on me. You know, like, the only thing we ever did was we went fishing. And mm-hmm. then the whole time it was like, bro, you're not fucking doing it right. You know, you know how that shit is. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's my boss. 
So yeah, I oh, do really? know how to choose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have clients who. Uh, my dad's a real like, uh, a very serious, very like black and white kind of person. Uh, he tells you tells it how it is, you know, but he doesn't sugarcoat anything and doesn't do anything he doesn't want to do. Kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. So we I'll, we'll have He's clients. A man's man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we'll have clients say like, uh, "Man, you know, your dad. I don't. I don't think he likes me." Or something like that. Like without it, without a doubt, like a lot of the times they'll say that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I always say to them, "Look, I've known him for twenty nine years now. I don't even know if he likes me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so yeah. don't feel bad. Yeah." <laughs> You know, keep them on the edge, mm-hmm. you know, never mm-hmm. let them know what you're thinking. Like the That's fucking right. memes. Never, never let, them, let them know your next move. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but you heard about the overturn of Roe v. Wade. I did, right? yeah, yeah. I actually sent a meme to my, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Yeah. sent a meme to my fiance on Instagram today. And uh, it was, I said, uh, I don't know who this Roe guy is, but he really <laughs> wants me to put it in your butt. <laughs> That's funny. Needless to say, she did not appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, but... probably not. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm kind of back and forth on the issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel if I was in that position, you know, like, say you got raped or whatever, you yeah. know, I, I really would not want that kid no, to I, come, yeah. you know? I'm with you. But, like, at the same time, I don't I don't like that like, you're having to kill a baby, you know? Yeah. I'm super, like, back and forth. I don't know which side to pick, you I know? Think, I think... You know what I, I think mean? if you listen like, to the it's, media, it's kind of fucked up both ways. Yeah. yeah, I think if you listen to the media, you would start to think that like everybody has an extreme opinion on that. Yes, exactly. But if you talk yeah. to people, this is just my opinion. I think that you'll find that ninety percent of people feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And not to put words in anybody's mouth, but I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think ninety percent of people would agree with you mm-hmm. and say like if you're raped or if it's like a ectopic pre- pregnancy or like it puts the mother's life at, at risk yeah you know okay it's acceptable uh otherwise you know uh, it's not great to just oops i don't yeah you you're know, like oh i don't want it's this not kid. great yeah. i mean i don't i don't want to make i don't want people to make choices for me i don't want to make choices for other people exactly. but i think 90 percent of people would say you know what like if it's if it's a, the, it's a hard decision. Like, yeah. I don't I don't think that it's it's so black and white. That's right. like a, a gray topic. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's a mix. Like it's not so easy as saying, oh yes, you can kill the babies, mm-hmm. or no, you can't. Or even if it is, yeah. Like at what point is it like killing yeah. a live yeah. thing, and what point is it not? But I mean, you know, in theory, wouldn't it be? It would be it's alive as soon as it's concepted, right? Yeah. I don't. You I mean, know? I don't know. I mean, I yeah. I guess I know, so. Yeah. It's, so it's, like my. Yeah, it's I would kind of, say it's kind of, bro. It's a hard topic. It's fucking you know? tricky. Yeah, like, cause at the same time you don't want anybody to die from mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, in those situations, like I could see it acceptable. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've never. I mean, like, I it's know. not as black and white as people really are trying mm-hmm. to push it. For me, like I, uh, I really don't like telling people what to do because I don't like being told what to do. Yeah. So I, for that reason, I'm for being able to do what you want to do always yeah. with any in anything um i mean obviously i'm not super happy about abortions but yeah. i'm not going to tell someone you can't do that because on the flip side i don't want some, someone to tell me i can't do something that i want to do that they don't agree with so that's yeah. that's kind of how i think about it and like i said i think you know the vast majority of people out there kind of feel yeah it's, yeah it's like it's not as easy as they're trying to say it mm-hmm. is you know mm-hmm like it's not, it's not like an easy yeah. fucking choice. Yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like a lot of it's the religious people though really pushing it. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? Everybody has their own opinion yeah. on like what they think is right. Yeah. That's why I'm not a politician. I don't plan on being yeah. a politician nope. anytime soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. Because that that's a hard fucking job. I can't right imagine there too. being the kind of person that aspires to be a politician. Yeah, you just like you just want to argue. Mm-hmm. Like that's that or that's like your bread and butter. Even I guess. thinking like, I know what's best for everybody. Yeah. So I, sh- you know what I mean. I can't imagine thinking having that mindset. I don't, dude. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, I, I don't just, even know what's best for me. I come on here and say my opinions, and then people are like, "That shit's stupid." Yeah. And I'm like, All right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like that's that's just your opinion. You know, like it's not right for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's that's really I've really tried to like work on like just accepting that other people don't think the same way as you do. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you let that go, like it's uh that's another one of the stoic principles, like. Letting go of things that yeah. you can't something control. Something that doesn't serve you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. Things that you can't control. It's like, like their their their. Uh, what would they say? Their examples were more of like the weather and stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. if you can't you can't control the tides, so why stand on the beach and yeah. like yeah, worry yeah, yeah. about it? So it's the same thing. Like, like with the whole right and left thing. You know, mm-hmm. I try not. I don't pick a side with that. Me personally, just because. Like you can't like you can't just pick one side and then be pissed that the other side doesn't yeah. think 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 the same way. Mm-hmm. God damn it, I'm fucking up today. <laughs> and uh what was I even saying? I don't even know, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole principle. Try not to worry about shit that you, you know can't what bothers control. me a lot? More than more than like uh the government deciding anything about abortion, what what bothers me more than that is people who like take to Instagram to tell you what they think about that. And then don't vote. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, or just like if it's someone you know, and you know kind of how they are, and then all of a sudden they're posting all this shit. It's just like virtue signaling. It's like let me tell you, let me let me tell you I how agree. good of a person I am. Look, look, I care, mm-hmm. I care, but I'm not gonna vote. It's like, or yeah, you, you're a fucking piece of shit. You don't like yeah. get out. I don't. That's what bothers you know what me. I mean? That's why, bro. So many people like I reposted this thing on my Instagram. It was like, uh, and so many people liked it. Like you know, liked your story, mm-hmm. and and uh, it said uh. They banned Jewel, and they uh, banned abortions. Now what else is there to do? You know what I mean? Hot Girl Summer is over. Yeah, done. <laughs> no more Jewel or fucking abortions, dude. Man, there goes my summer plans. Yeah. Uh, did you you ever hopped on the Jewels? No. I quit all the nicotine. I'm really? almost a year in. Damn. Yeah, I've like had one cigarette in my life, and uh, I really liked it. Yeah. And for that reason, I was like, I can't fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, dude. I can't I, do that. I did it, and I'm like, damn, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to be known as somebody who smokes cigarettes, right. you know? Yeah, and then I, before then, I was like, I don't know why anybody would do that shit. And then I tried one, and I was like, oh. I understand. I yeah. get it. It's yeah. not bad. I get but, it. like, for me, like, that's that's one thing that I'm, like, uh, scared of for the youth, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm still, I guess, considered youth. Mm-hmm. But, like, the vape epidemic, bro. Yeah, you're sucking, like, plastic juice into Dude, your lungs, man. Wait, if you go to high school now, <clears throat> that is what's going on in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's even, vaping, like, bro. Even when I was in high school, not vaping, but, like, smoking cigarettes, yeah, cigarettes. and stuff. Yeah, or weed or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. Uh, but, yeah, I have a sister who I think is the same age as you or one year okay. in either direction. And, yeah, it's she, she tells me the same thing. The vapes, bro, the vapes are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like... The jewel thing is whatever. Like, I know they've had problems with jewels. Mm-hmm. But, like, and I feel like for the benefit of society, maybe get rid of vapes. Just because it's <laughs> the youth. It's yeah, the youth. but then it goes back to, like, yeah, telling people what to own, do. Your own decisions, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
No, I don't know. I mean, I had a friend. That's who, just my opinion, you know. Yeah. Like, I no, I feel the same you know? way, but I always that always enters my mind is if you don't want to be told what to do, you can't. Exactly. Yeah. But like the vapes are crazy, man. Like I was on the vapes. I smoked vapes for like a year. And, yeah. Like, it destroys your like your lungs, your yeah, respiratory system. I have system. a good friend who who. Uh, well, he's he's actually was a line cook. He's a chef now. But yep, that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably the same thing. So he was he was he got into like the whole culture behind vaping. He was like making his own juice and doing his own like modifying his fucking vape yeah the thing. box mods yeah. yeah 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 and like you know the big clouds and all that shit yeah and uh, something happened. I don't remember if it was someone he knew or someone that had like the same vape thing but it like exploded yeah and like melted their skin and their face and i my friends and i were were with him when we were reading that and we told him like dude you gotta quit you gotta really fucking think about what you're doing here because you're sucking fucking plastic juice into your lungs and it might explode and and like yeah and blow your fucking yeah like is this really like is this the decision you sure you want to make i mean dude yeah like the vapes bro like Mm -hmm. I feel bad for people that are stuck on it. It's almost it's it's crazy, but you almost want to tell someone like, dude, just smoke cigarettes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's not as cool, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's, it's it won't probably fucking blow your lips off, exactly. dude. Yeah, yeah. And know. like the disposable vapes. That's what we would get. We'd go yeah. to the drive-through, you okay. know. And uh, we get those, bro. Those are like batteries and shit. Those mm-hmm. are like Chinese-made fucking mm-hmm. batteries with wires and shit. Yeah. Like you get an effective one, that bitch can blow up. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. I don't know. And it's just, like, acceptable now. Like, mm-hmm. everybody vapes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just so glad I got off of that. Like, I still have dreams, right, where I'm, like, smoking a vape. And I'm like, this shit, this is good, you know? <laughs> like, yes, I'm yeah. smoking a vape. Like, this is cool. And then I wake up, and I'm like, damn, I'm still having dreams about that. It's almost uh, been a year, bro. The seventh. The seventh will be a year. Was it, so you think it's, like, the nicotine, or is it, like, the, the like, the ritual? It... Dude, yeah, that's what I really liked about it. I liked it wasn't just the the fact that it's nicotine. Mm-hmm. I liked the, the ritual of smoking. Yeah. Cause even after I quit that, I still smoked weed, mm-hmm. and like that was it was like a social thing, I guess. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I can see that's that's. I think that's the like, same for a lot of people. Yeah, and maybe it's like a <clears throat> dopamine thing, you know, like you're mm-hmm. doing something that you like or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't the nicotine that affected me as much as like wanting to like smoke. Right. I don't know. I don't understand the feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's uh yeah, I can see that. I don't know, man. It's, for my for the friend I was talking about, it was, for him it was like yeah, every, I go take break time with my homies and uh, we yeah. just fucking smoke and we have fun. We go. It's like I don't want to. He didn't want to miss out on that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it was a lot of it, which understandable. Yeah, yeah, like I can like my friends or whatever they smoke weed, I can still hang out with them. Mm-hmm. But like I had I actually got contact high the other day, like oh, yeah? from chilling with them, like because we were in a car, you know, it was kind of smoky. Mm-hmm. Bro, I did not have a good time. I was, like, panicky. That's I'm me like, every time I smoke I'm like, weed. bro, I don't want to be around this. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm ready to go home, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't like weed. Like, I don't have a problem yeah. with it, but I don't like the way I feel. I was, dude, I was a big weed head. Like, I'm glad yeah. I'm done with all that because I, I guess it fucks up your testosterone and shit, too. I've heard that, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, like, you have no ambitions. Like, people mm-hmm. hate, like, people that smoke weed, they hate that I, like, I spread this mm-hmm. message, but, like, I had no ambition to do anything when I was smoking yeah. weed no, besides see, sure. going to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a comedian that uh, said something about smoking weed. He said, like, uh, you know, it's not bad. It's not immoral. It's not, you're not going to kill anybody or whatever. But you might, if you get too into it, you might wake up at 30 years old and realize you're not good at anything. Yeah, yes, exactly, <laughs> bro. I had sense. no ambition to do anything. I, like, fucked up my whole uh, 
junior year of high school mm-hmm. doing that shit. Damn. I had a 4.0 GPA and then a 4.0 uh, unweighted. Mm-hmm. And one of the the one that was like more important was the 3.9. Okay, it was almost a 4.0. Yeah. Fuck that shit up, dude. I like I didn't go to school. I was rather smoke weed and mm-hmm. shit. Like skip school. Mm-hmm. I just I had no ambition, so I like I feel like that's just my mes- message. I'm trying to push to people like maybe not smoke weed. I'm yeah. not telling you not to. Or like use but, like, it if as you a, really, a if celebration you really feel like, or something. Yeah, yeah, if you really feel like it's fucking up your life, mm-hmm. maybe quit. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. That, that's what or, that's what yeah. I chose. And I, I'm, I, mean, like, I, don't I feel smoke. like I'm so much more ambitious now. Yeah, I don't smoke, but I, like I think maybe. Uh, if you look at it as like a like a special treat, yes, yes, like a fucking celebration or something, you know, and you don't do it often, that's you know, you know, you're like you don't cool you don't drink it. alcohol every day, mm-hmm. right? You know? Right. That's, if you're celebrating something yeah. or or whatever, eh, then go for it. But you know? for me, it'd be like, all right, all right, I got to go into work, so I got to show up ten mm-hmm. minutes early to smoke in the parking lot. Okay. You know. Yeah, that's detrimental. I can see yeah. that. It'll fuck you up, dude. Yeah. Every time I smoke, that I haven't even smoked that many times in my life, but every time, I just get really anxious. I stop talking completely. Like, even if I'm around friends, I yeah, just, like, yeah. shut down. I'm like, man, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate this. Dude, it fucked up my, like, my social years. You know, like, mm-hmm. through high school, mm-hmm. I, like, wasn't talking to people. Yeah. So, like, I, now I feel like I'm, uh, like, making up for it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a podcast and shit, but, like, to be honest, my social, social skills suck. No, I don't compared know to, like, Compared to, like, what it could have been. Like, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I, didn't, I wasn't ambitious to talk to people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I was awkward. Which is kind of weird now that i'm like yeah. doing a podcast talking to people you know <laughs> i think i was like uh an under socialized kid when i was young like middle school yeah. elementary middle school i always felt like i wasn't quite on the social level as like my friends and stuff like that so maybe that's kind of the same like i mean i caught up i think i'm right yeah. now but yeah um yeah that's something i think about it's like i my mom didn't uh shout out to my mom great lady shout out mom but she just didn't uh Socialized me. She just we just hung out my mom and I all the time, and I wasn't around friends, so I, I always felt like I was a step behind in terms of like social cues and like navigating conversation and stuff like that for a while. Maybe it's maybe okay. it's a similar thing. Could be a sign of autism. Yeah, I'm autistic as fuck. Yeah, well, my sister's actually <laughs> autistic, and really? like, that's one of their biggest problems is with social uh, communications. Hmm. Like my okay. mom tells me all the time, she thinks I'm like autistic, like not making fun of me, you know, but yeah. like being for real. Damn. Because of like, I don't know how I act. I guess that's what she says. <laughs> I don't and, think uh, I'm autistic, but I can be a pretty fucking awkward. It doesn't mean you're, it doesn't mean you're stupid. Yeah, though, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, there's a spectrum. So yeah. they say there's always a, spe- a yeah. spectrum to it. I always tell my fiance that she might be autistic. Yeah. Uh, half jokingly. Yeah. And she. she <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where she's like, "Hey, you might be right." Cause she's like has some tendencies, so she doesn't. She's not very social. She uh, is like sensitive to loud noise sometimes. Shit like that. I don't think she's autistic, yeah, honestly. I know, but, but like I'm just, you know. <laughs> I know like those, those are actual like points yeah, that they yeah. uh, they really don't mm-hmm. like. Cause like if we're in a loud crowd, she's like yeah, hands on her ears. Yeah. I've got a cousin that she, she hates it. Is autistic and always wears headphones and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, and the headphone thing. I wear headphones all the time. I'm at work. I'm wearing headphones. Like even if it's not playing, I'm kind of ignoring people. Oh yeah, well, she know? wears like like these like big ones oh, to okay. to block out like noise around her. She, I think she's like 13 or something, but she doesn't like noise oh, yeah, that she yeah. can't control. Mm-hmm. I think or something like that. So yeah. yeah, it's just loud noises in general. They really don't appreciate too mm-hmm. much. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. You know, but that's uh, Bunkcast number 21. Super cool. I uh, I really like the setup now, so, like, I don't know. 
in the last one I had that Pink Floyd poster right there. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was too much Pink Floyd, you know? I like Pink Floyd, but it, I don't listen to him every fucking day. You know right. what I mean? And then I have, you can't see it on video, but I have all these over mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I, I thought they were those. cool decorations, you know? Yeah. And uh, I really like this, though. This, yeah, that's I, hilarious. Dude, I, I waited for like two <laughs> weeks to get that, that shirt. It's, such a, it's, like, uh, it's like the Mona Lisa. You yeah. know you know how people say the Mona Lisa looks like it's looking at you no matter where you're looking at it from? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. It's, you're looking at me over here, and oh, you're sure. probably looking at yourself over there. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'm really trying to brand it right now. Yeah. I want to give out shirts to, like, homeless people and stuff so they can stand around <laughs> dude, with my shirt that's on. That's the funniest fucking shit. I, bro, I think it'll be funny, and, like, I can get a video out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. There's like, a homeless guy that comes into my office, like, oh, most yes. days. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll give him a shirt if you want. He's, oh, he's dude, an all right that'd guy. That'd be funny. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's, uh, but, um, I just want, like, I, I really feel like I could brand it out because it's just such a dumb image, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's so funny. Yeah. And then, like, and it's hard. It's like, what, it's so original. What face though. are you uncomfortable? Are you, like, half yeah. smiling? What, what are we doing? <laughs> are you, like, uh, squinting to look at your face? It's hard. It's, it's hard mm-hmm. to read, but it's, it's a funny it's, picture. It's, I don't know. I just really, I like the image, you mm-hmm. know? It's super, like, brand yeah and then some people ask me you know they're like is that you i'm like yeah it is me <laughs> you should start telling people no <laughs> yeah i'd be like no no not. i don't know who that is my buddy yeah i just mm-hmm. like the picture <laughs> it's actually joe yeah it's not joe, joe mama, mama. Yep. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's been pretty fun doing this podcast shit you know like uh i'm about i'm about three months in mm-hmm. now i'm just keeping it like doing like uh trying to visualize it as a long game you know yeah like even the Joe Rogan podcast, he went a couple years before anybody even fucking watched it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting some, like, watch time, you know? I'm I'm uh, about 100 hours, and then my mm-hmm. YouTube is almost at, like, 2,000 views, like, in total for all the wow. uh, videos. My Instagram does so much better, though. Like, one of my shorts on Instagram has, like, 5K. That's wild. You know? That's that's so cool that you can see that, too, and be like, damn, okay. So what's like the formula people, behind people this one? People are seeing it, bro. Mm-hmm. People are seeing it. That's what I really like, like... Like, they're like, oh, you're putting out so many videos, blah, blah, blah. You need to make it like, like, oh, this one's coming out. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's an event mm-hmm. that this is coming out. Yeah, but I'm okay. Like, but then it's harder for people to see it. You know what I mean? You put out, like even a put out more of... volume, you know? Yeah, yeah. More volume than people are more likely to see it because I feel like that's more of like once you have it popular, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes an event. Like, oh, Bunkcast is coming out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But nah. Or you, I mean, what gets me for not necessarily podcasts, but just advertising in general, is like uh, like if for for you if you have someone on if if you have a guest on here and they say something fucking ignorant or funny, oh, yeah, just yeah. clip that and be like Bunkcast episode twenty two, and then your friend saying yeah. something just yeah, off the wall. <laughs> Tune in to see what this dumb shit <laughs> yeah. was talking about. See what he was talking about. But uh, yeah, dude, you you're actually the first person outside of my friend group to mm-hmm. come on, which yeah, is an honor. Uh, I'm trying yeah I'm trying to get like more. Uh, more variety on, yeah, you know? Yeah. But it's a little hard, you know, because I live in my parents' house. You mm-hmm. know, they don't want, like, a bunch of random, yeah, I can random appreciate nice that. people, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I told them about you, like, you're pretty cool, you know? Like, we go to the gym. It's not like you're some shithead out here, right. you know? Little do they know. Yeah, little do they know, yeah. <laughs> Which you really do, huh? Uh-huh. That's yeah. right. That's right. right here, uh, you want to take a break real quick? I got to go to the bathroom. Sure. All righty, we're back. Piss back. break successful. Bunkhouse number 21. Big dummy, big chaw. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because I can just ad-lib on this mm-hmm. shit, and then people think it's funny, too. <laughs> people think it's an inside joke, but it's not. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's, like, it's actually it's double. Yeah. You know, double. 
No. Double these nuts on your chin. <laughs> Fuck. That's that's actually one of like the recurring jokes we have on here. You like I, dragons? Uh, yeah, imagine dragons. <laughs> imagine these dragons, yeah, these yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I do that to people at work. I'm like, yo, sorry, I'm late. I was uh, I was listening to Imagine Dragons or no, Double Imagine Dragons with Joe. And then if they go for any of those, they go for any of those, yeah. Man, I was at uh, Riverside last night. I was telling you, and uh, I have one joke. And all my friends know it because it's the only joke I tell, and I tell it often, and it's awful. Yeah. And uh, but it's a good way. It's a good way to, if you're just meeting someone, it's a good way to judge their sense of humor and if they're gonna get, a, if them and I are gonna get along. And uh, so anyway, last night I was in the bathroom at Riverside, mm-hmm. peeing, and there's four or five other guys in there, none of which, none of them I, I knew. And I said, "Hey guys, you want to hear a joke?" And everyone's like, "What the fuck?" What? Yeah. Oh, this guy's a, yeah. this guy's a comedian. Yeah, huh? what's this guy about to do? And I said, "Yeah, I got a joke for you guys." And they're all like, kind of ignoring me, like whatever, drunk asshole. And I was like, "No." So, did you guys know that pigeons always die during sex? And one guy goes, "No, they don't. That's not true. There'd be dead pigeons everywhere." And they're all like, "Yeah." And I was like, "No, no, no. It's it's true. It's really true." And then you give like a pause. For effect, for people mm-hmm. to, to think like this, this, yeah, this think can't about be, it. can't be. And then you go, yeah, yeah. At least the ones I've been fucking. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> you always get oh, people are always fuck. like either that, think that that's good, hilarious yeah. or that they're like, good. please get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to hit them with the, uh, when you just meet somebody. Like, what's up? It's nice to meet me. Glad you got to yeah. see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like actually, yo, it was nice working with me today. Yeah, they yeah. hate that one. Yeah. Or they're like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, thank you for checking in with me. That's all right. You can't go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. I'll approve. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even the boss. I'm not the boss of nobody, bro. I'm like the newest yeah. person there. So like, you leave and you're like, hey, I had a nice time. I'm glad you got to see me today. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love those type of jokes. Yeah. Some people like them. Some people don't, you know. But fuck you know, it if you don't. It's the same same concept. It's a good way to weed out people that yeah. you're maybe not going to get along with, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like the pigeon joke. <laughs> yeah, the pigeon, yeah all, all the pigeons I've been fucking yeah, I mean, died. I told that the first. I told that one time. The first time I went to the bathroom, and uh, everyone in there was a good sport about it. Thought it was hilarious. Yeah, which feels great when you tell a joke, you know. And so I was like, I stuck that in my back pocket, and then you know, an hour later, I'm back in the bathroom, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this shit again. Different crowd, told the same joke, probably a pretty good execution. Nobody thought it was yeah, funny. No, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, you hit, okay, <laughs> you can't win them all. I'm leaving yeah, to you guys Yeah, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, like, I thought about trying that where you like, uh, you, like being a comedian, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I, I had like a good-ass joke I thought of the other night, forgot about it. I just really don't know how to like write stories that are yeah, jokes, you know? I don't know. That's like how you do it. You, know, you can't like, I'm a, I feel like I'm a funny person in real life, mm-hmm. but it's like, situational comedy you yeah, know it's yeah. not like if you're quick like we're quick with a joke yeah. or something yeah yeah and then people are like oh this guy's so funny i think a lot of it, at least the comedians that i like i think they just live really chaotic lives yes. so they like find themselves in situations that they can turn into a joke a lot more often than like a, a normal person would yeah. you know so i think that's part that was, of it. that's one of the things uh that i heard the other day i was listening to a joe rogan podcast with a dude that like he he uh he's one of those he he knows a lot about like the stoicism and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said that interesting authors live interesting lives. Yeah. I feel like that kind of plays into anything. Interesting yeah. people live interesting lives. Like Hunter S. Thompson. I don't you know, know who he's that is. an author. Okay. Um 
he's he's known more for more for his like rampant drug use yeah. than his writing, I think. Okay. But that's part of the reason he's famous is like the uh the lifestyle that he lived uh like leaked into his writing and people thought that it was exactly interesting, interesting authors live interesting lives. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 applies to anybody though. You yeah. know, interesting people live interesting lives. Yeah. That's why I've been trying to do a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like do more interesting things like cuz I was kind of like in the rut of just I work out, I go to school, and I do the podcast. Yeah. Maybe try some more things, you know? Yeah. Cuz then you'll have you'll have more perspective, more more views on shit. Right. Yeah, he's actually got a good quote too since we're talking about quotes and it's um I don't know if it was a book he wrote or just something he said when he was talking about like riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the quote something like, I'm probably going to butcher, butcher it, but he's talking about how fast he's riding his motorcycle mm-hmm. and how it feels. And it's, he says, faster, faster until the thrill of speed overcomes the fear of death, something like that. I, I, thought, I always thought that was cool. They used oh, to ride yeah, a motorcycle, yeah, yeah. so it stuck with me. But uh, oh, what I wanted to about tell you about. Buddy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend... Uh, his name is Brian. He lives in Texas. And he, the reason he came up was we were talking about meditations. And mm-hmm. I sent him that book, um, the, the translation I have that I like, because he crashed his motorcycle like really fucking bad on a highway in Houston. What kind of motorcycle? It was a Grom. Oh, oh he was yeah, riding, yeah, He's yeah. He fucking potato head riding his Grom on the highway, probably going oh, yeah. like 80 or 90 miles an hour. Yeah, dude, those things only go like 80. Yeah, I mean, he must have been... I don't know. Bro, he's, probably, he's a wild dude. I don't think they go that fast. I don't think I, I'd be surprised because he's they're big little. guy. Yeah, they're I'd be little. surprised if it could go like sixty-five. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was two o'clock in the morning or something. Definitely like late at night, early in the morning, and he got run off the highway by a semi Ooh. and hit like a metal, uh, like a, the divider between the highway and the exit lane. Oh hit yeah, it, like head on, flew, tumbled through the air, like slammed his legs into oh, concrete barriers and stuff. Uh, broke a bunch of bones and had to like drag himself out of there and and uh, I don't know how I don't nobody stopped so I don't know how people found him because he crushed his phone and he was there for like thirty minutes just like in this uh, just mangled in this like barrier oh, on the man. side of the highway and he was telling me about it and it was like really affecting me because I used to ride motorcycle luckily no, yeah. nothing ever happened but um, and he's laying there thinking like is this how I'm gonna die is this it like yeah. You know, no one's stopping. No one knows I'm here. It's dark out. I don't have my phone. And uh, so I was really worried about him, obviously. And, and he went to the hospital. He was there for two weeks and or three weeks or something. And I had this crazy dream where I thought he killed himself uh, just because. On a motorcycle? Or no, no, or like or, because or, of his injuries okay, and okay. being depressed or something. I was like completely convinced that he did it, too. And I called him and I was like, hey, I got to tell you, I had this really weird dream that you fucking killed yourself. Damn. Because he's like, uh, I think it's self-diagnosed, but he says he's manic depressive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he has ups and downs. And uh, so I said, look, I'm going to send you some stuff. And one of the things I'm going to send you is this book. And I really want you to read it. And it was uh, Meditations by mm-hmm. Marcus Aurelius. And a lot of it is what we were talking about. where like, you know, letting go of things that don't serve you and stuff like that. Um, and he read it and he was like really, really thankful. This was a nice thing. It felt great for me to be able to mm-hmm. send him something that helped. But um we were talking about Groms and that book and that sparked yeah, that memory yeah. for me. Dude, that's crazy that you actually know about that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we read it. I, I've been I read really it in the into class. that lately, like the yeah. past couple months. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a really um it's a really good like foundation. Because it still applies today. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I was like going through the Joe Rogan podcast and then that dude was also on Joe Rogan. He's that's the latest one they put out. Oh wow, okay. And I was like, bro, I'm like just getting into this. This is so crazy, this yeah. like 
Yeah, all it's, falling, it's awesome. All it's like together. a really good foundation to to. It really is. I recommend listening to any of it. Like mm-hmm. I listened to the to the uh, Pit- the one by Epictetus. Yeah. Um, the discourses of Epictetus or something. I don't know that right. one. I'm not. It's not Epictetus. It's Epictetus. Okay. That's what we were saying. I was pronouncing it wrong for so long, and now I'm like stuck. Yeah, those names. Like those it. names are tricky. Epictetus. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, that one that, that one's pretty good too. It's a, it, it runs around along the same lines, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I read uh, the first time I read Meditations. It was a different translation than the one I have, and it yeah, was in, in college. Yeah, and yeah, and it was like more probably closer to the way he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just it maybe wasn't the right time in my life. They were or originally written in Greek. Yeah, yeah, so. like Latin maybe. I think I think it was, Greek. I, I don't I, I, I don't what know. I was listening to he said Greek. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be so wrong, you know. whatever like it wasn't maybe the right time in my life where it, it was like it stuck with me or or the translation was kind of difficult or whatever mm-hmm. I just kind of dismissed it. Uh and then I read it again for the uh like with intent to to learn yeah. from it a couple of years ago and it was like yeah. A big big they, thing. Bro, big deal it for like me. it's I don't know, it just really applies. Mm-hmm. It'll apply to like any part of your life. You can find a quote in there and it, yeah. it will apply to yeah. now. Yeah, actually the the copy I sent my friend was one I read and I highlighted some shit for him that I thought yes. would be like that's what I do. I've, I've been reading this book, uh, mm-hmm. The Power of Your Potential. I have read that one. It's yeah. like basically like showing that there's no caps, but like I, I highlight shit in here, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. And uh, that there's, it's like uh, like it helps with showing that like you, you don't have caps to your potential. Mm-hmm. Like it's ever expanding. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like shit like that. It's kind of like... It's yeah, like you can have abortions. Yeah, you can have abortions, dude. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Whatever you want. Hot you girl smoke, summer. You can smoke a jewel. Rip some jewels. <laughs> hey, yeah, they're buying out like 7 I saw that picture of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like some lady spent 900 and something. dollars yeah. yeah. God. Because they're going to resell them. They're going to yeah, make money bet. off of that. I bet. That's, that's a better outcome than her being that deep into an addiction that she's yeah. like fuck i gotta get 30 oh, yeah. jewels or i didn't whatever. think about that yeah she could be like i gotta stock up yeah. <laughs> hit the sam's club by fucking bolt <laughs> damn but uh i like you were saying with your buddy that crashed mm-hmm. so do you know the compound that's out in palm bay they no. call it the compound basically it's oh like, is it that it's like uh i don't think it's public land but it's like uh it's just a bunch of land that they no, all go ride like four wheelers on no it's closed now but when we were out there i was like 12 bro we were riding four wheelers and whatever so there's a lot of people that go out there and they drink, you know, mm-hmm. and then they ride fast ass mm-hmm. shit. It's just not a great combination. Yeah, I've I've been to like Redneck Yacht Club, which is maybe a similar thing. Like the uh you're talking about like River Ranch? No, um I've been to River Ranch too, but I don't even remember where this is. I think it's uh, I couldn't tell you. I went a couple of times like in college, but it it's like a, it's a party called Redneck Yacht Club, but I don't remember what the Locations called, but it's probably the same thing like a big mud hole and trails, and people would, yeah, like pull a trailer out there, get yeah, wasted. Yeah, and this was like, uh, so they were going to turn it into like a big neighborhood complex, so it's mm-hmm. all paved. Like, there's a bunch of paved roads oh, and stuff, okay. too, so you can like drag race the the four wheelers or yeah, bikes or whatever you got, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were riding through, we were about to, we were just about to leave actually, and then we see there's two four wheelers that like, crashed into each other just oh, in the middle, God. in the middle of the road. Then we like get close, and there's these two uh, these two African American people. There's a lady and a man. They're both on the ground, bro. This lady has her whole jaw like ripped, like ripped from like here all the oh way back. Oh my god! Into the side and shit, and it was like her tongue, dude. I'm like twelve. I'm like holy fuck, dude. Aside from the pain that she must be in, you know how fucking irritating it's got to be to like 
to recover from something like that, dude, that's your Holy, mouth. You probably got a. You can't eat solid food for like six months or something. And like, bro, it was like real life Walking Dead. Like, god damn, it's her tongue. Like, this is like scary movie shit that mm-hmm. I'm like seeing in real life. They don't pissed both pissed and shit themselves, you know. And then, um, so apparently one of them died on the helicopter, you know, because mm-hmm. my uncle he was like, he like grabbed her jaw and he was like trying to help her put it back in place or whatever, you know. Like, oh my god, I don't god. know because it was like all to the side. Wow. And like her tongue's attached to it, and it's like, fuck, Man, dude. My fiance. That's, she, uh, that just reminded me of like. Yeah, yeah. When you said that. Holy shit! I've never seen in person anything like that. That's the that's the craziest thing I've seen in real mm-hmm. life. Man, my fiance works in the ER here in town. Oh yeah, I bet. So that's like, she tells me stories fun. about like I I don't know if I just didn't have a good concept of like how often and how severely people get hurt. Yeah, dude. But it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like like. Every shift, there's, like, 10 people that come in that, like, really fucked themselves up. And it's, like, you, you don't see it, so you don't really realize it happens. But, man, the fucking stories she has every day are insane. I couldn't imagine seeing that I level of carnage. imagine that, like, uh, that probably, like, wears down your, like, sensitivity yeah. to it, you yeah. know? Yeah, like, she, so <laughs> she absolutely could, like, right. She could, like, really, she could probably really act, like, in a moment, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. say you're hurt. Yeah, she she'd probably be on top of that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that and when, she like, gets irritated with like, like minor damn. injuries. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like has no, uh, she has compassion. I shouldn't say no compassion, but she has like no patience for people that come in and they are like, oh, you know, my my foot is hurting, my, my elbow hurt, and yeah, and she wants to be like, look, next door to you is a guy who just like had both his legs ripped off by a yeah. tractor. So is this oh, really? <laughs> is that like a real situation? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Like that's and that level of thing. Every day, multiple times a day. I mean, it's it's insane. I had one, like I've had to go for like broken arms, you know, because mm-hmm. there's no pediatrician open, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but the worst one I had is I cut my arm open. Like I've got, I'm got kind of a score right there. Yeah, I had to get like twelve stitches because we were jumping on the trampoline. You know, those short palmettos with like mm-hmm. the hook spikes. Oh. Caught my arm because I fell. Damn. Where we were like jumping, you know, like mm-hmm. we were little kids. I fell and ripped my arm down it. I didn't feel it. My hands hurt more than, uh, like, anything because I hit wow. my my try to catch myself. My right. hands were, like, all fucked up. God damn. But, uh, and then there, I was trying to get back on the trampoline. Like, I was climbing, so we had to climb on this lawnmower and then jump on the trampoline <laughs> to get onto it. And uh, I'm loving the visual. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, no, no. And I'm like, look at my hands. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, your arm. They said your shirt's ripped. And it ripped through my shirt and cut my whole fucking arm open. Oh my god! And they're like, "Oh, you could have hit an artery or something there, and you could have." The adrenaline, you just didn't. Dude, yeah, didn't I didn't realize. feel it. It didn't even like. I, so I was little, so I started crying. Mm-hmm. But it was like after, like the adrenaline was gone. You know, mm-hmm. I was in the car, yeah, riding there. And I'm like, "Holy fuck! I just ripped my arm open." Yeah, wow. And you're just stuck, like in a lot of pain, just waiting to get to the hospital. That's mm-hmm. yeah. It didn't hurt though. <clears throat> like it never started hurting. It's wow. the crazy thing. What hurt was the day after, because it was, like, bruised, you know, mm-hmm. and I had stitches. It was just tender. But, like, fuck. I'm not good with this kind of shit, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I've never really seriously hurt myself, which is great, because I probably mm-hmm. would just pass out if I did oh, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, some people do, bro. They see blood, and they just yeah. go. Blood, like, yeah, other people's blood doesn't bother me, but, yeah. like, my own does. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably, like, a, like, even if it's not, like, a mental thing, it might be, like, a survival thing. Yeah, I can you see know, that. You see yourself bleeding and you're like, oh shit, I got to do something. Or probably not pass out, <laughs> yeah. but like, you're like, oh shit. And let's talk about, let's talk about weightlifting, lifting weights. How's your, how's your weightlifting going? My weightlifting, it's going pretty good. I just, good. uh, 
I'm six weeks into my cycle right now mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, I got three more weeks. I'm getting pretty tired, mm-hmm. you know, but I only got three more weeks, and then I deload. Good. And then I come back heavy. I hit some really good numbers, some, like, that I'm really happy with that because I jumped up a lot from my last cycle. Yeah. Just because I'm still, I'm still kind of on the new gains, you know, I'm not yeah, even you a year say that, yet. but, like, your numbers are way past. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. You're, I if thought you maybe because I was fat, bro, you know? I don't know. I mean... Because I, I was know. I was three twelve, yeah. I mean, like ago. being like being fat doesn't help, but like eating the calories required to maintain that body weight helps. So you can make that argument, obviously. But I don't know, man. I think I think if you stick with it, you're going to be really strong uh, and sooner than you think. Yeah. Because yeah, because you are. So I've been lifting seriously, like I said, for six or seven years, but it took me probably the better part of three years to get to the numbers that you're at now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. I was not strong, yeah. that, which is why I got into lifting weight. I was mm-hmm. not strong. I was weaker than like my classmates and stuff. Uh, and that's what drove me to, into it. Mm-hmm. It's it not that I was good at it. I was immediately, I, I was bad at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how I got into it. I just didn't want to be the weak kid anymore. Yeah, I, f- I feel you, yeah. Like, I was always, like, somewhat strong, you know? I was just stronger mm-hmm. than other people. Like, not that I'm so fucking strong, but well, like, dude, I was just I mean, naturally a little bit stronger. I can see that, because you've been lifting for, what, like, less than a year, you said? Yeah, the seventh will be a year. Yeah, that's, yeah squatting, like, 300 or whatever Yeah, I did 315 for uh, four sets of two. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that took me, like, three years okay. of, like, concentrated uh, powerlifting training. To get I, to I like to do it for fun, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I try not to take it too seriously, because then it kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like anything in life, you try just, you focus too much on one yeah. thing and it kind of, kind of. I did that for, for a while. I'd like shut out other things in my life that I, you know, I wouldn't allow myself to enjoy things or, or something like that uh, because I was like, yeah, didn't want to mess up my it. workout yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Even this last meat prep, um, I, I was like very one track minded mm-hmm. towards it because, uh, and it wasn't even because I was having so much fun. It was like, I didn't want to do worse than last time i was like yeah, more yeah. so terrified of not getting better than yeah. i was like oh this i'm having a nice time doing this you mm-hmm. know and uh, so yeah you can fall into that pretty easily yeah put a lot of pressure on yourself and and uh so and then back to the numbers mm-hmm. i had uh actually i got a really good deadlift i was really happy with good on like uh, my last week i did 345 mm-hmm. for Three sets of two and then one set of one because I couldn't do the two, the two for the last that, one. Yeah, man. That's, so you like, got probably... I was really happy with that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a 365, just like one for I every you day, could. you know? Yeah. But like, I did 345 because I knew I had to get reps. I wasn't. Right. I didn't want to hit a one rep max. And yeah, then and like throw your workout away. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I knew by the end I wasn't going to be able to do it because I was tired. Yeah. That's what I did that day, the last week when I pulled 600 at the gym. I threw my whole workout away, but oh, I was like, man. God damn it. I mean, gonna, you still get the confidence, you know, yeah. like the ego boost, you know? I was like, I knew I was still kind of like peaked from the meat, still primed, like my strength was high, my numbers were good. And I was like, man, if I don't pull 600 now, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do it again. And I didn't get it at the meat, so I was like, you know what, I'm going mm-hmm. to fuck this workout. I'm going to pull 600. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it just like, yeah. it helps, you know? Yeah. You're like, hell yeah, I'm strong as fuck, you know? You know, it doesn't feel that way anymore. I'm not really? No. No? <laughs> no, no, bro. Because that's, that's a lot of fucking weight. I showed my mom that. And she's like, "What the fuck?" That's <laughs> how I talk with my mom a lot. You yeah, know? yeah. I showed her the video cool. I recorded to you, uh-huh. and then she was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> I'm like, you. "That's gonna be me one day." Hell yeah. it'll her. be you a lot sooner than you think. Too. I hope so. Mm-hmm. But uh, people hate because I pull sumo. 
like to me, I just feel stronger. Like yeah, I'm sure. And like Travis, I, I try, if, if there's one thing he doesn't like, yeah, sumo, yeah I heard about him. Fucking hate sumo. Yeah, <laughs> but like for me, like I try, I try to do like real life movements. You know, I try. Mm-hmm. I don't pick stuff up like the way that you deadlift. You know, right? Yeah. For me, I would stand wide and pick it up in between my legs. Mm-hmm. You know, no, the sumo for me, it just feels like a natural movement. I think, I mean, it depends on your proportions, obviously, but yeah. the reason people do pull sumo is because you are stronger. Yeah. Nine, nine times out of ten, nine, you know, body proportions out of mm-hmm. ten, you are stronger uh, with sumo. And this, the range of motion is shorter, too. Um, but I think that's why a lot of people don't like it. And, like, and I don't compete. So, yeah, like, but I even do if it, you did, I do you it could for pull me, sumo bro. Yeah. You know? But, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see why people would hate. Like, I don't compete. Like, I just right. do it for me. Right. You know what I mean? The one thing I will say, I don't, it doesn't really bother me when people pull sumo, unless they beat me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I don't really like uh, is if you go to a meet uh, in like the lower weight classes, like uh, I compete sometimes 198, sometimes 220, and that's probably the most popular two weight classes. Most people are around there. Uh, and lighter than that, so like in the 168 class, you'll get kids who are usually younger and shorter. Uh, and skinnier, obviously. And they'll bench like 200 and something, you know, low 200s, squat like 300 and something maybe. But then they'll fucking sumo like 600 pounds. I don't know okay, why. Yeah. I mean, like I can respect the hustle, yeah. but I don't like that. I don't know why. Because I like in the back of my mind, it I'm does, like, I know you can't It probably does feel like cheating. But like yeah. for me, I don't cut the range of motion just because yeah. it's just for me. Like, no, I'm not, honestly, I don't care how much When you I do it, it doesn't much. bother me because you are strong. You're yeah. not like a skinny person who has a strong sumo deadlift. Mm-hmm. You are a strong person. That and also I don't take sumo. it super wide. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't take it as wide as, like, all the way to the plates. Right. I just don't have the mobility for that. Right. But not I have yet. enough mobility to where I can, like, it looks like how you would set up for, a, like, a conventional deadlift. Mm-hmm. I don't start super straight up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I don't have yeah, the mobility for That's that. That's the one thing that gets me is, like... Skinny kid with long arms and short femurs, yeah. you know? And they're just squatting it up. Yeah, and then yeah. the range of motion is like six inches. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because, man, maybe it's my ego. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it, it devalues uh, the weight mm-hmm. in in my head. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like, oh, it's less, you yeah. know, because yeah. he's not moving as Yeah, far. he doesn't look strong, yet he's fucking... It's like the people that cut their, uh, do the arch so much the way they're mm-hmm. moving it, like, whoop, mm-hmm. Whoop, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't know. My bench is the only thing that I feel like kind of lags, you know, because I don't... What's your bench? I personally don't like to bench that much. Okay. I did... So, this... I haven't been able to hit this number again because I got injured and I wasn't uh, doing bench for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of fucked up my numbers, but I did 185 for a 3 by 8 That's pretty good. A bench and then is one I did of 225 things. for one. When okay. I, that was when you spotted me that yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. I mean... That's really not a bad bench at all. Um, it's close to my list, but like, mm-hmm. I wish yeah, I, don't know. I wish I had more. I wish I had yeah. Like, I mean, more, I you think know? social media just fucks everyone's head yeah. up about like what a good bench price is, because you have guys out there that are benching bench seven hundred pounds yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah like Julius Maddox or whatever. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, there, there's a saying that's like uh, when people ask you, you know, how long does it take the average man to bench three hundred fifteen pounds? The answer is the average man will never bench 315 pounds. Yeah, because yeah, the majority of people, yeah. Yeah, like no matter what you do, you probably, you know, a lot of people will never be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So 225 is, is a good fucking bench. I mean, yeah. it's better than 
Most people. That was shaky, though. That one I did with you, I feel like I could do it better now. Because mm-hmm. that was actually my first week getting back into barbell bench. Okay. Since, like, I ran my whole program. So that was, like, nine weeks. Because I didn't okay. have a spot. Bench, my friend uh, wasn't showing up at the same time yeah, as me. Yeah, so that's a big, yeah. Travis, that one thing about him, he's a really good spotter, too. Yeah. Like, when I'm benching and he's spotting me, it it makes it a lot easier to, to push myself. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so strong. He'll dude, curl yeah, I was inclined bro. bench pressing. Uh, and then my set was to failure. So I told him beforehand, like, I'm going to fail, and I'll set it on my chest and then grab it, and I'll help you, you know, push it off me. And it was, uh, I think it was, like, 225 or 200, somewhere around 200 pounds. I don't know what it was. And uh, I failed halfway up, and as it's coming down, and keep in mind, this is inclined, so the barbell is, like, at his chest level, and he's standing. He just reaches out and fucking grabs it, and I'm, I'm like, not pushing on it. I'm, I failed, and just... Racks it no, like that, no. and it I was is, like, "Damn, dude, big ass man!" I was bro, like, "You had to strong. make me look like a little bitch in my video." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's fucking crazy, bro. Because I was like, I, w- I had a video where I was squatting three fifteen, mm-hmm. and then you see him in the back deadlifting it like it's nothing. And the your camera's probably shaking when he's setting the weight mm, down yeah. and everything. Yeah, dude, dude, yeah, dude, yeah. Like, guys, he's I don't know. He's man. a beast, man. He works really hard, but he's. I mean, he's built for that. Imagine how many calories he's probably eating, too. That's he says he doesn't eat a lot. Amount. I mean, I know he does, but he says he doesn't, like, really uh, put a lot of effort yeah, into it. Put you my know? phone on silent. But, yeah, yeah dude, because right now I eat at 35. Okay. You know, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Try not to do a little less because it kind of, I can feel it the next day. Yeah. But I've been staying at maintenance. That's maintenance for you? Is, is yeah, 3,500. 3, wow. Well, I'm 250. I'm, like, 250, 260, mm-hmm. depending I've on never... the day. Never in my life have I consistently eaten past 3,000 calories a day, ever. Oh, wow. Not, not for any reason. I just, like, I don't know if I'm really sedentary seems, or what. It low to me, bro. I know. To me? It is. I think hungry. I just, like, don't move around as much. I, don't, I really don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. my metabolism is slow or yeah, something. Yeah, you could Yeah, just slower metabolism. Mm-hmm. Like, even for much. this meat, I was trying to get to, I was trying to get up to 220 for that weight class. And I just, like, couldn't eat. I would, like, fall asleep at night. On my like at my kitchen island with a bowl of food in front of me, I'd fall asleep like trying to eat it. Damn. You know, I was like drinking orange juice instead of water for calories. I was doing all these things, and I just fucking, I felt like my body was fighting me the whole time. Bro, I don't do any liquid calories, and I'm still. I usually don't, but I yeah, yeah yeah I had to because I couldn't I couldn't eat more rice or whatever. You know, like my buddy Sam, I don't know if he like really follows nutrition as much as I do, mm-hmm. but like I told him like what he should be hitting. You know. And, uh, bro, he can eat so much and doesn't gain weight. Wow. Like, he can eat hella. Like, I'm like, damn, I want to eat that much. But then... Yeah. Maybe he just, like, doesn't eat the next day or something. Yeah, you know? it has to be something because he's not gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? But, uh-huh. like... So you think you ever do a powerlifting meet? I want to try it. You should. I just... Uh, I have to get into the gear. I don't... I don't train with the belt. I want to try that because I know you can probably lift more with the belt, right? Um... Sumo, I don't, I don't know if it helps as much as a conventional deadlift, because you're not hinging at the hips quite as much, so your torso is not trying to bend okay. as much. You know what I mean? Uh, I like it because it, I think more mentally than anything. Like if I put my belt on, I feel like okay, it's time to get serious. Mm-hmm. The knee sleeves though, those help. What? How? how For so? squat. Um, I don't, I don't know how those work to be honest. Oh, so it's like they're made of like the same material as a wetsuit like neoprene or whatever that is but it's thicker um, and they're supposed to be pretty tight on your knees and what it does is number one it like keeps your knees compressed and warm and you kind of feel like safer or whatever but when you squat and you're flexing your knee 
you get like a little bit of rebound effect oh at the okay and like i squat really deep you squat really deep and the deeper you squat the more yeah, the of a more rebound you get. you get out of it yeah okay. yeah so i think you'll you'll find that it's helpful um it's not really like they're not made well they're not really made to like make you stronger but they do mm-hmm. they definitely do not like knee wraps knee wraps are different yeah but they they help i like them because I, I personally, I do a lot of knee workouts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you walk backwards like strength, with the sled and all yeah, that Yeah, strengthen, strengthen yeah. the knees so I don't feel like... I thought it was like a, like for knee pain or something. Like so... Uh, people use it, it for knee pain. I've never really had any, so okay. I, I couldn't tell you. Because but... I was having that problem with mm-hmm. knee pain. That's why I started looking into the knees over toes guy and stuff. Yeah, okay. And all that's really helped me. Like, it's helped me a lot with knee pain. My good. knees don't hurt anymore. Yeah, it's good. I've only... I've never had knee pain. My... Uh... My elbows are bugging me, this prep. Yeah. Anything, any, I think it was happening because when I squat, it's really low bar, and so my elbows are kind of like torqued mm-hmm. a little bit. And then if I bench the next day or the next two days, my elbows felt like they were going to explode. Anything over 90%, everything, anything over like 320 or something like that. So was I was having that problem too. So I found that it was either, I, I think it was a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. So your lat flexibility I, so I like terrible that voice. So I would yeah. hang. So like before I did squats, I would hang. You know this way. Mm-hmm. So it really stretches the yeah. lats. Supinated or yeah, yeah, supinated. So your mm-hmm. hands are pa- pointed towards you. Okay. It really stretches out the lats, and it kind of kind of helps you get under the bar a little better. Yeah. Try it out one time. It, it'll probably help. Okay. And it might be your rotator cuff, like your rotator cuff strength. I do okay. specific rotator cuff exercises mm-hmm. where like you have it ninety degrees, and then you. Yeah. You hold the weight and you do I that. I used to have rotator cuff pain when I benched. But that was this thing. It, it's actually, it goes down the shoulder and it, mm-hmm. and instead it's translating into your elbow instead of hurting up at the okay. shoulder, you know? Yeah, that, you know what? Because it helps be with right. mobility. Because yeah. the more you're doing like that movement, you know, like mm-hmm. all the way down and then all the way up, yeah. it really helps. At the meet, I was having uh, really bad elbow pain after squats. And uh, some guy let me use his um, the Theragun or whatever those things are called. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did it like all up the and down my bicep. Machine. Yeah, the the vibrator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it like all up and down my biceps and in my elbows and like whatever this muscle is called mm-hmm. on the top of your forearm. And it yeah. went away completely. It could have been like the twelve Advil that I took, but oh, <laughs> I think that thing helped too. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then when I bench, I had no pain. And then yeah, so and then before I bench, I take the bands, you know, and I do ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. Voice crack. Do ninety degrees, and then like, be like you that. do it. Pull you pull back like this, and uh-huh. it uh, really helps you like get the rotator cuff warmed yeah. up you know yeah. and it really took a lot of pain away from my elbows okay. yeah that's one of those things man you just got to figure out like you're yeah, never going to be pain free so. yeah you'll find the weak point and it really helps yeah you know yeah it really does help to look into that stuff though mm-hmm. like yeah I squat fucking... university was the one that really okay. showed me how to like i don't like that guy you don't like it i don't know i don't know what it is about him where he always says like okay deload to 135 you know oh, yeah because like i know he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. but you don't figure out what's weak until you push it, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like I can, like you, you, you won't find weaknesses until you're adding weight and more weight and more weight, and then they'll show up, right? Deloading the 135 to fix a weakness, to me, you're just avoiding it, you know? Like for me at uh, 550 or whatever, from 500 plus when I'm squatting, my weakness is like my knees cave in a little bit, but it doesn't happen until I get to 500 pounds. So... I can't fix it by squat, squatting 135 and telling myself, don't let your knees cave in, because it's not going to happen at that weight. Go ahead and scale up. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of why I don't like him. 
Oh, that's a for me that helped. I don't lift that much, so mm-hmm. going down like just the bar mm-hmm. really helped me find my like my weaknesses. Mine was the external rotation of the left. Mm-hmm. So you see how I do the airplanes and stuff before yeah. I squat a lot. Yeah, that's because I'm stretching out the left, and then my knees actually go out symmetrically okay. instead of one being like kind of forward and one being out. Mm-hmm. That's why I was having a lot of knee pain okay. in my left knee. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I jumped the gun on him, but it, the, his advice kind of struck me as like. Like if you if you go into a mechanic shop, here's a, here's a shitty analogy, and you say, "Hey, my steering wheel vibrates when I'm driving 200 miles an hour," and they say, "Well, don't do that." And you're yeah. like, "No, fuck you! I like driving 200 mm-hmm. miles an hour. Help me do it better." You know what I mean? That's my take. For me, it just translated. So I did the lower weight. I found the weak point, fixed the weak point, mm-hmm. and then when I did the heavier weight, it didn't affect okay. me anymore. I think that's Fair more enough. of what he's trying to push. You know, yeah. like yeah. for you. If you can, if scale up, you know, mm-hmm. like do 225 instead of 135 mm-hmm. and try to find the weak point. Yeah. Because for you, it's a lot lighter. Like yeah. for 135 for me, it's probably like 225 for you. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I saw something on Instagram one time and I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, z- zoned in I, on For me, it. I found a lot of value out of Squat University. Okay. I recommend it. I recommend it to you. You know, have your gripes with it, but mm-hmm. I, I like it. Maybe I'll give him a second, second look. You know? Yeah. Same with, like, uh, the Ed Cohn, dude. Love that guy. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. Some people shit on him. Some people like him. Mm-hmm. But he's got a lot of good points. He was in powerlifting forever. That's the thing with him. It's like, um, that's kind of, okay, back to Squat University. Like, um, Ed Cohen, the advice he gives, uh, you would be inclined to listen to it because he's done it. He's stronger than pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. So he knows what problems you get when you get to 500-pound squat. Six. He knows what problems show up. You know what I mean? So if he says, well, you should do this, it's because he's lived it and he knows what he's talking about. But for mm-hmm. me with Squat U, it's like, have you have you squatted 550? I don't yeah, think you have. Yeah, so maybe don't. Not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but I, I feel like he understands more of the mobility side of yeah, it. Definitely. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's definitely. Like being mobile. That's how yeah. I really learned how to get the deep squat. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the stretches and stuff I got from that, like the, the static, uh, yeah, static stretching, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. That stuff it really helps, like with stretching the uh, the glutes and stuff. They really help you get deep. Yeah, like that. Stretch the glutes to yeah. help you get deep. Yeah, get extra here deep. first. Yeah, that's spread right. the glutes maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, that's. I really appreciate. Uh, I don't know. I just like that's how I learned how to weightlift. I learned yeah. off of YouTube. Like nobody taught me how to do it. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did too. Um, I have a coach now. I've had a, him for like eighteen months, and he's helped me a lot. Like I think I was 90, 80 to ninety percent there. And he kind of gave me some tips here and there that, like, really made my numbers take off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned a lot from YouTube, too. Yeah. At least starting that's, out. Bro, that's that's where I learned. Like, I learned early about programming. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand programming, so I ran, like, a 5x5. Five five. That's, yeah, that's but perfect. It, that's but it was, like, it was, like, my own 5x5. Five five. I mm-hmm. didn't want to pay for the program or whatever, and mm-hmm. I didn't know you could get it for free off of Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't, don't pay for programs. Get that don't shit for free shit. off of Reddit, bro. Yeah. People will send you that shit for yeah. free. I have a, I have a Google file. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say this because yeah, I don't yeah. think it's legal. But no, your friend sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a friend of mine has that a pay, that you he paid for it. Yeah, he yeah. paid for all of them. The programs in there personally himself. Yeah. Um, there is there are probably three hundred programs in there. All of them you normally have to pay for. There's like John Meadows programs in there. They're like a hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And uh, I've I've only run like a couple of them, but it's really cool to look through and try to understand different modalities and different training concepts and stuff mm-hmm. um i'll send it to you okay. i'll have my friend send it to you yeah, yeah, yeah sorry um but it's cool it's it's interesting like once you have a little bit of an understanding of like how uh training works and how like waves and 
progressive overload, how that works, it's interesting to be able to look at every program and say, oh, okay, I, I think I know what he's trying to do here, mm-hmm. you know, and decide if you think it's going to work or not. Yeah, and I, I messed up in the beginning with way too much volume. I so think like, everybody does, yeah. What I did, it was Monday squats, like that was your main movement, and then mm-hmm. accessories. Tuesday would be overhead press, then accessories. Mm-hmm. Wednesday would be bench, then accessories. Thursday would, or no, Wednesday would be deadlift and accessories. Thursday would be bench and accessories. And then yeah. Friday would be squat again. And then, like, Saturday would be arms. Yeah, but you're probably having yeah. a, a blast yeah, it was doing fun. it. So, it was yeah, fun. what the hell? Bro, we were getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, showing up at the gym at 7. Damn. Like, it was a grind, but, mm-hmm. like, it, it got, like, the discipline in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then before we lifted was always a half an hour of cardio. It was, that's, it was way too much. Bro. That's the that's yeah. that's the kicker right there. We would yeah. do you know like low intensity cardio, mm-hmm. and then the last minute or the last uh, yeah the last minute we would sprint. And then you would lift and squat. Yeah, and then we would and, lift wow. and like try to hit numbers and stuff. Respect. Like it was it was a grind, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. Like now I wouldn't do that much volume because mm-hmm. I kind of know you kind of got to spread it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really got yeah. like I work out, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I, I'm glad you did five by five. Yeah. Because I love that program, and I always... When it's a great ask starter me, program. Yeah. Though. You'll get stronger. Yeah, definitely. And whenever people ask me, like, okay, I want to start working out, what should I do? I always tell them to do 5x5. Five five. Mm-hmm. Tell them to do it for six months, and you may love it, you may hate it, but either way, you'll make a lot of progress, and you'll know what you like after that. Yeah. And then you can yeah. specialize or whatever, you know. Yeah, because for me, it really only worked out for, like, four months. Mm-hmm. Then I really started to plateau. Yeah. Yeah. So Which I, is good. I mean, that means you were pushing. I right? went from a 95-pound squat, mm-hmm. like, comfortably, you know, like, mm-hmm. I like I wasn't pushing it, Oop, to bad. 185 wow. for a 5x5. Five five. Yeah. Like, I knew I could do more at the beginning, but I really, like, I really watched a lot of stuff and it said form before the weight. The weight mm-hmm. will come later, you know? So I was like, I'll just go in there and do my 95 pounds, you know? Be 300 pounds, squat 95 pounds, hey, but I'll do it. You know what, man? It worked. Whatever then, you're doing, it worked. Yeah, 95 on bench, mm-hmm. and I went to 135, and uh, deadlift, I ended up getting to 225 from 135. Wow. Yeah, and now, and then, you know, you made some progress, you learned, and now you know what you like. And, and, and then this and past, off, this off past uh, what would that be? It was four months and then eight months. Mm-hmm. Past eight months, I jumped from that to a 345 deadlift for reps. 315 on squat for reps and then 225 for one i I think i can do more than that i just haven't pushed it you know yeah because i was injured and shit like yeah well you know what i mean whatever you did you made really fast progress because of nutrition nutrition was like my biggest thing to uh that really helped me because i was running keto to begin with fuck i did keto for four months straight one time and uh, all that weight that i added to the bar Mm -hmm. that was also while losing 60 pounds damn so That's I feel like serious. I could have put more weight on, you know, mm-hmm. if I really knew about nutrition. Mm-hmm. But I was losing, I lost 60 pounds in the first four months. Wow. I, just, I really needed the weight off, though, yeah. you know? Like, I it, that keto. was really worth it. I loved it, actually. It was the only, it was the diet that was the easiest for me to stick yes, to. Yes, yes. I did it for about four months, and uh, I think I was like 205 when I started, and I got down to like 170, 175 maybe. And, yeah, you were uh, probably shredded then. No, I wasn't, no? and I was mad as hell that I wasn't shredded. Because oh, really? I... I you always think that you're not as fat as you are. Yeah. Or at least I do. And then I lost 30 pounds, and I was like, okay, what the fuck? Where are my abs? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think now if I was 174, I would be like nah, bro, you a look skeleton. good. You look like a bodybuilder, bro. Yeah, because I'm two, I don't know, probably 210 this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I did that, that was like when I first moved here, like five or six years ago. So I was not, not at the level I'm at now. 
But I remember being mad as fuck. I was like, God damn it. Where are my abs? I was promised abs. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Yeah, they're <laughs> not like, here. Like, they I said was, you lose weight and get abs. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But the bulk that I did after, immediately after that, best bulk of my life. Because yeah. I was pretty lean, you know. Yeah, it probably skyrocketed mm-hmm. you from mm-hmm. all the calories, you know. Yeah, Those, that, like, so three, four months, then. that was the, 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 the best gains I ever made, I would say, right then. But, yeah, man. I'm with my coach now, and... Uh, took off with him too but i think that's more from uh his programming yeah than anything but yeah that was i don't know if like i thought about like personal training or whatever but i was like ah, i don't i couldn't I don't do know. it you know I, yeah i mean it's if it's something you're passionate about it will, this is what i thought about for myself mm-hmm. it would probably irritate you a lot that you're training people that aren't equally as passionate yes you know yes I mean? that's what i try like when i try to like get my friends to do it mm-hmm. with me and they like don't give a damn. Yeah. Then I'm like, I don't even want to do this yeah. with you. Yeah. You know? It's like, why don't you do love this? this? I, I love this. I can like, do this for myself yeah. and still be and be happier. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That I think that's what you run into. It's just people mm-hmm. who are like, want to lose a couple pounds and they think, okay, I'll just get a trainer and they don't. Mm-hmm. There's no passion. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that would be frustrating. Like I don't know all that much about it, but like I know a little bit. Where like I could get you started. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like just what I've learned. You do squat, bench, deadlift. Those are your big compounds. Rows. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull-ups yeah man buys and tries mm-hmm. you know look good imagine so. imagine your clientele is probably old people though and you're like yeah all right man <clears throat> get out of your wheelchair put the, <laughs> yeah, the squat bar on your back yeah. we're gonna put depth we're gonna put 135 <laughs> on you and i want you to squat ass the grass uh-huh uh-huh i don't yeah. care about your knees get out of the fucking oh, your wheelchair knees hurt oh yeah. stop me and bitch made here put the wraps on put some wraps on your knees yeah we're gonna wrap you up you'll be all right yeah get you in a squat suit it'll be easy uh-huh yeah, I don't know if I could ever get into all of that though. Like all the I don't like that where stuff. they do like one ply, two ply, multiply lifting. Yeah. yeah, that's that stuff's funny to me too. And then like you know like well they do like the sumo squat where mm-hmm. like their legs are super mm-hmm. fucking wide. They're like their toes are touching the monolith yes, yes. bars in the corner. Yeah, I'm like, I don't see how that's like. You're it's like you feel even, like you're uh, a weightlifter. Yeah, anymore. I. Uh, yeah, it's like you're like super niche mm-hmm. to where like nobody will ever get into that. It's you like, know? did you get stronger or did you just buy a squat suit that's tighter? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and like fucking grease yourself up and have your buddies yank you into it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't even like knee wraps. Yeah. Sleeves are as far as I'll go. For me, it's just all the equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't even wear shoes when I lift. Right. You know, like when right. I do my leg lifts. You know. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like to keep it minimum. Minimum as I have to, you yeah. know, because I can forget something and be like, fuck, I can't. Yeah, there's a, can't another quote today. for you. Yeah. Uh, you know who Louis Simmons is? West yeah, Side yeah, Barbell? Yeah. <clears throat> Rest in peace, Louis. Um, he has a quote that's don't have a uh, $100 pair of squat shoes and a 10 cent squat. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because you see a lot of that shit. People are like, all the, you got all the equipment, all the gear, mm-hmm. all the accessories, and they're not not doing it yeah the only thing that i feel for me that is like mandatory is chalk yeah like i have to use chalk Mm -hmm. just because my hands get sweaty like they start Mm -hmm. sliding on the squat bar yeah especially at a a gym with no ac you gotta you gotta yeah you really get sweaty yeah that was my problem at the meet too i couldn't hold on to my last deadlift grip wise dropped it Um, yeah i think the strength was obviously the strength was i pulled 600 a week later was there chalk there was yeah um but it was my my soup my underhand whatever mm-hmm. you call that one, it, the bar just like slowly opened my fingers as I got up and it dropped it. Yeah, I had to stop uh, pulling mixed grip because I kept hurting my back. Yeah, I had It'd that be problem my too. My under like mm-hmm. 
My lat would be yeah, further forward. Yeah, it would turn, yeah. and then it was like really hurting the discs yeah. in my back. It was, yeah, me too. It was like my, like the lowest disc maybe, or like right where my hips were. Mm -hmm. Always felt like twisted mm -hmm. a little bit. I had to, I, I still do it, but I, I try not to. I've just been pulling with straps. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I'm going to suffer a little bit in grip strength, but I usually do one test, like yeah. with the weight with no straps, you know, because I yeah. can get away with one, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of help with grip strength. That's usually what I do too, uh, except for like, couple weeks out of a meet then i just stopped yeah straps okay. completely. obviously it didn't work but yeah that's that's what i, I mean did. yeah i feel like that's something you gotta like really like train mm -hmm. grip strength yeah you know? i got these like whopper junior hands can't yeah, grab yeah, shit yeah. so i gotta I yeah gotta figure same something here out. i got these little ass hands yeah <laughs> i hate it you know yeah because yeah, I, I, I want to pull hook hook grip oh i can't do that but i can't even reach it yeah, like I i'm can't. like that i'm like that mm -hmm. like, i can I, get like two fingers on my thumb okay. kind of but I don't know. It's I can't. I haven't yeah, figured my, it out my yet. fingers are just too short, mm -hmm. and then I feel like I'm ripping. I'm gonna rip my thumb, my thumbnail off, or like so your like, thumb's gonna break or something. Yeah, yeah. People that do that, I'm always. I'm yeah, always, props to you, bro. Like yeah. you don't have to use all this shit. Yeah, there was a kid at the meet. This last meet that I did, um, smaller than smaller weight class than me. Uh, he was probably about my height, but just had massive fucking hands, like big fingers, and everything, mm -hmm. and he was pulling double overhand. Like 500. Oh, damn. I was blown away. Like, that was the most impressive feat of strength I saw that day mm -hmm. to me. It was, was like, no mixed grip, no chalk, nothing. Just reach down, fucking grab the bar, and, and damn. Uh, I was blown away. No chalk. Oh, and then I didn't notice a lot of people, like, they overuse chalk. Yeah. I hate when, like, they fill in all the knurling on the bar, you yeah. know? Cause well, if you here's something. You can ask them to brush the bar. Yeah. Like, brush all the chalk off before you go, and they have to do it. Okay. I should have done that. Because yeah. that was part of the problem is it was all filled in with chalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just didn't want to be that guy, you know. Excuse me, can you can yeah, you clean up the bar for me? Yeah, I need my I need hands clean. are weak. I can't fucking do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if if you ever do a meet, I would I would make sure that yeah, I can do that. Because I was thinking about bringing one to the gym too. Mm -hmm. Can like mm -hmm. just leave it there, you know, like a yeah. little brush. Yeah. Get that shit out because I I don't know. It's just no pet helps, peeve of helps. mine. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Especially fuck man. So that deadlift bar at the gym, mm -hmm. that's mine. Yeah. And uh, someone did rack pulls with it. Oh, bro, you can't do that. I know. Oh, it's, my heart was broken. I know. It's all They're fucked up and scratched. It. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now that yeah, Steve's got that. Doesn't it bend, uh, bend it, though? I, it's not bent. I was worried about that, but it's not. Okay. But it's all like the, the Cerakote coating that I got on it so it doesn't rust is all like smashed. Right, you need to get like a piece of tape on there. No rack Gone fucking. Yeah. 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 But that bitch right in the middle, you know, where they're probably mm -hmm. not going to grab. Yeah. I mean, there's someone's, some people, you know, not everybody knows what a deadlift yeah, bar is, yeah. which is fine. So I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to walk in there one day and see someone, like, squatting with it or benching or something. But mm -hmm. it is what, what it can, is. Yeah, what can you yeah. do? What are you going to do? That's why I like showing up late, bro. He lets me close the place. Mm -hmm. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. I, bro, I've almost got, like, a personal gym. Yeah. Like, it's so nice <laughs> to, like, come in there and it's, like, just me or mm -hmm. just me and one other person, you know? Yeah. I like I like that sometimes, but really I like when there's a lot of people in there. Yeah, I like, I like when y'all are there because I like to yeah. socialize with y'all. Mm -hmm. But then some days I'm, like, not on that wave, yeah. you know? You want to do your own thing. Yeah. For sure. I just want to focus. Yeah. It's a pretty good crowd in there, though. I'm getting, I'm starting to get to know yeah, more people. Yeah, people actually will, like, talk to you. It's not like Vero Fitness where they, like, they won't, yeah. you know? Yeah, Or it's a bunch of kids. Yeah, it is a like, bunch of kids. I noticed that I'm, like, me and, like, a couple other people were, like, really young, like, are the only younger people. When I was going there, um, I still have my membership, but I've been going to Steve's, but um, it seemed like it was maybe, it's probably spring break mm -hmm. last time I was there, and it was a bunch of kids. Yeah, which, a bunch of kids there. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I was doing the same thing when I was a but kid. They're but they're just like, bro, they're kind of like, look, you taking up the machine mm -hmm. or like whatever they're on, you know, mm -hmm. they're on the bench for two hours. Yeah. 
Six of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I just want to bench. I'm not trying to watch y'all do a benching competition. <laughs> that's why I don't. That's like, why I'll be I on the bench for. T- I'll be on the bench for 20 minutes, bro. Yeah. Let me hop in. Fucking anytime. That's one of the reasons I was dying to get out of there is because every, I think it was every Monday, there were a group of like six dudes that would come in and yeah, just. Yeah, Monday's chest day. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. sit on the bench press and fucking talk. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It bugs me. Yeah, it bugs the fuck out of me because mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm not even going to be on it that long. Let yeah. me just get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'll be on there for two hours more after I'm done. Yeah, it's like, hey, how many sets you guys got? And they look at each other and they're like, man, a lot. More so than 10. Can you fucking do yeah. one? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, can y'all do one? Yeah. Like, hang, like, instead of hanging out and I got shit. somewhere to be. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's just my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. But I really like that he got the deadlift platform now. Yeah. I want to try that out. I think, on, in addition to my previous point, I think that's going to be good for my barbell. Because now no one's going to take it from that. Oh, true, true. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. Never underestimate I don't, people. I, I personally, I don't use the deadlift bars because they fuck up my legs, bro. That's why I like them. Yeah. Well, you pull sumo. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm wide. It'll, it mm-hmm. just fucks up my legs. Yeah. My hands are all fucked up. Like, I tore some skin off. I mean. Yeah. But, the knurling feels really good. I, yeah. like, I wish I could use them without fucking up my legs. Mm-hmm. But then it looks gross. It's like you got scabies on your legs <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, they're like, bro, what the... Like, people that, don't work, yeah, people that don't work out, they're like, what the what fuck's the wrong with your legs? It? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just be on my knees a lot. You don't know? ask questions you don't want the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you want to wrap it up here? We're about an hour and a half in, you know? Damn, are we really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can wrap so, it up. That was Bunkcast number 21. We got Brandon. I had a really good time. I'll definitely have you on again here soon. Excellent. If you if you really come it. on. Yeah, you I know? had a great time. You got anything you want to plug, like business, nope. Instagram, nothing? <laughs> I sure don't. Okay. Don't want people to know what I'd be getting into, man. Yeah, I feel you. you. Know? I got some enough pe- problems. Some people do. I got my buddy with the pressure washing <laughs> stuff. But, uh, yeah. All righty. That was Bunkcast number 21. We're out.